Hey, good morning, everyone. I can't reach the internet right it, now. Check your modem or router connection and try again. Shuddy. This is what happens when you have technical area uh, issues and we just go along with the flow here. Again, good morning, everyone. My name is Janice, AKA Wellness Diva 5.0 with two sisters. Um, we hope we are hoping that Carol Sue is able to um, sign on. I believe she is um, having some technical issues as well as traveling today. So we wish her well and hope that she is able to come on. But we at Two Sisters are so excited to have on actually as our last guest of 2021, um, the amazing Eleanor Dooley. And I hope I pronounced that correctly. Yeah. Um, welcome. We're so excited to have you here today. And <laughs> I'm looking at your bio, which is why I keep looking to this side. And I do apologize to our audience. Um, as you may, some of you may notice, I'm in a different area of the home. Wi-Fi, oh my gosh, but subject for another time, right? Your, and I just wanna say a couple things about your bio before we begin our, our discussion. Um, I just wanna say, number one, first and foremost, thank you for your service to our country. Um, Eleanor is a Naval officer or prior Naval officer and is a military consultant. And we at Two Sisters love, adore, respect and appreciate um, those who sacrifice to make our lives better. So thank you so much for being here today. Um, you also <laughs> have a lot of background, obviously, in the wellness arena. So I'm just going to turn it over for you for a moment. And I would love for you to introduce yourself and tell us what you do for a living. Yeah, sure. Thank you so much for having me. Hi, everybody. My name is Eleanor Dooley. And um, like Janice introduced me, um, I am a former uh, military officer. I'm a naval veteran. Um, I'm also a military spouse. Um, so I've stayed with the military life pretty much my whole adult life. I've got three children at home and I'm an entrepreneur. I started um, off dabbling a little bit in the fitness and wellness industry. And then I just decided to go for it and become a functional nutritionist. And so now I get the absolute pleasure of helping women um, to be empowered and also to um, advocate, that's the word I'm looking for, advocate for themselves when it comes to their bodies and understanding the, the complexities of what's going on so that they can support and, and take care of themselves so they can do all the wonderful things that they desire to do in their lives. That is wonderful. And obviously, um, along with being a, oh my gosh, um, you're a board certified nutrition specialist, um, certified holistic health coach, um, and so many other things, as well as being an AFPA certified personal trainer and group fitness trainer, integrative nutritionist and health coach. Um, and your business is nourishingnutrition.net, yeah. correct? That's okay. correct, yeah. And I'm sure I'm forgetting something in the midst yeah. of that. So obviously your love of wellness through fitness and nutrition. What, I guess the big question that I wanna start out with is when you get to your point in your life, especially as such, um, from a, such a distinguished a career, career as a naval officer and still being, like you said, a military spouse, 
what enlightened you to say, this is the direction that I want to go? So it really started, you know, with me, it started with being at home with three kids. Um, basically my spouse was deployed, um, most of the time, you know, good portions of the year. So, you know, being basically in charge of the household, um, I needed more from myself because just kind of going through the motions and existing as a mom and a spouse, um, it became so overwhelming. Um, and, you know, kudos to all of, all of you out there that can relate to that. Um, and those of you that are in different fields that can relate to that. Um, but the experience of how am I going to get through this? How am I going to physically wake up each morning and be there for my kids, other spouses, for my husband? Um, because I was showing up for everybody, but I wasn't showing up for me. Mm -hmm. And, um, so, you know, I had the ups and downs of, oh, I'm, I'm going to work out and I'm going to eat healthy or what I thought was healthy at the time. Um, and really just kind of burnt myself out, uh, ran myself into the ground. My hormones were all over the place. Um, and I just was so like broken and unhappy. And I knew that there was a better way there had to be, because this isn't the life that, um, you know, I dreamed about. And so I started taking the time and pull, you know, I always call it like peeling back the onion of what is the root cause? What is really underneath this overwhelm? Um, because I wasn't unhappy. I just couldn't get aligned. And um, so I did a lot of um, work on myself. I did a lot of examining what is, what is making me the way that I am physically like the physiology of my body, the, the stage in my life, I've had three children, um, you know, I was entering my, you know, end of my 30s into my 40s at the time. And, um, you know, I realized that the life I was living then was not the same life that I lived 10 years ago, or 20 years ago, um, or will be living in 10 years. So what is it about that stage in my life that needs the most support? And so I just started kind of digging and, and healing myself and looking at things that felt good for me. And if it felt good, then I was able to feel the alignment with it. If it didn't feel good, for example, like um, dieting, elimination, dieting, taking things out, being super rigid and um, not compassionate with myself, that didn't feel good. And I could only sustain it for so long before I just kind of gave in and looked at myself as a failure of that, not being able to carry that through, oh, it's just another thing I'm not able to, to complete. And shifting the narrative and the perspective of, it's not supposed to, <laughs> that stuff doesn't feel good for me, so it's not a match. And being okay with letting go of those, um, really that, that toxic environment of the, the perpetual state of not being good enough. And that I'm a recovering perfectionist um, in all areas of my life. So I, I'm learning to more take care of me because if it feels good, then that's the stuff I want to keep doing. Exactly. And some key things I want to point out, which I really was gravitating toward and how I felt in my personal journey about the dieting aspect and having compassion for ourselves. Because I think too, as women, I'm sure men go through this, not probably as bad as women do, but is that opportunity to 
be gentle and kind to ourselves, um, you know, perhaps we've put on a couple pounds and it's like, oh my God, well, now I have to go on a diet and I, I have to do this, this, this. And that, that in itself really puts the stress of not feeling good. It's, it's though we're being counterintuitive to our own wellness journey. And I think that's really important for women to realize that okay, we put on a couple pounds, big deal. All right, I'm going to, but to realize, notice and do those things that feel good to us. It, it's, yeah, it's almost- and realizing it's, it's not a punishment. Like it's not me against my body. Like my, you know, it's your body is the most beautiful, miraculous gift that is- sole purpose is to keep you alive and to keep you safe. And if, if we're gaining weight or if we're having migraines or if we're having really bad period pain or menopausal pains, um, there it's your body's way of telling you that something's not aligned. And if you continue doing the things that keep you out of alignment, then these, these pains, these clues, they keep coming up. And rather than sort of, you know, punishing your body for telling you these signs by, you know, medicating um, to, to ignore symptoms, um, whether it's um, just continuing down a path that's not supportive, then we are working against our body and it will never feel good to work against your body. It will never feel good. That is, that is so true. Um... And with that journey, you know, I think one thing that I would like to point out, I know, for instance, and I'm referring to myself, is that when I, <laughs> I'm that type of a person that, and just to back up a little bit, you know, went through my own wellness journey, of course, lost over a hundred pounds and I, and I've kept it off. Um, but there are times, for instance, when I injured my hip and I couldn't work out. Um, where I did gain a little bit weight. I am one of those women that if I don't stay on my diet, if I don't exercise every day, that's what keeps my weight at a status quo where I feel the healthiest. It's almost a very vicious cycle. I mean, it is a vicious cycle. And, but to recognize that, and now that I'm a little bit older, <laughs> you know, I, I think that I, instead of, okay, I can't get my workout in right now. Um, I take notice of that, but I don't beat myself up. And that took me a long time to get to there. So I'm wondering with, for instance, with the clients that you work with, the women that you work with, when somebody comes to you, for instance, and maybe describes something similar that they're going through, what are you know some tips that you can give or that you would um, coach your client on, on how to kind of work with it and get past that point to be gentle and kind to yourself. Yeah, so what's kind of unique about what I'm able to offer, which I'm so grateful that this, this is the path that I'm on because I'm able to offer the answers to the questions that women have been asking their doctors for decades. And by that, I mean functional testing 
um, testing the way that your body creates hormones and the way it synthesizes, it gets them out of your body throughout a day. So whether you're fatigued all the time, um, whether you are experiencing different symptoms, whether it's weight gain, um, you know, certain times of the month, different things happen to you. you, get more energy one day and then you bone tired the next. I'm able to take a look at the way your, your hormones are created in your body and look at if something is not firing on all cylinders, right? If something is misaligned and um, with that, so we're getting to the root cause. We're not going, oh, you have a symptom. Um, let's fix the symptom. So if the symptom is um, increased belly fat or um, you're feeling sluggish or, you know, if those are the symptoms, of course we could say, well, if you're feeling sluggish, if you have a cup of coffee, that's going to help get you through but it doesn't actually address why you're sluggish or why you are in a brain fog or why you have period pain or hot flashes. So it's, it's actually getting underneath, we call it underneath the hood, right? We're looking at like, what are the parts that are all working together and something is sort of out of alignment. We just need to address. Um, and so, you know, things that help women is actually looking at the, the energy that your body creates in the day, how are you utilizing it? Are you even making enough? If you're not making enough, then that maybe we trace it back to, are you getting enough nutrients in your diet? Are you getting enough rest, full rest? Not just when you close your eyes in bed, but are your, is your body resting and repairing and restoring and detoxing? So there's a lot of things that go on that we kind of gloss over in our lives. Like we go to bed, we wake up and then we live our lives, but there's so much going on in our bodies, especially women. And especially between the ages of 40 and 60, like there's so much happening at any stage that, um, we don't really think about. We don't really go, my body probably needs a little bit more support today. So, you know, maybe I, I do stay on the couch and relax so that tomorrow I've got the energy that I need for such and such. So there's a lot of um, science behind it. Um, you know, I like to combine nutrition with intuition. So what is your body telling you? Because I can't tell you what your body's telling you. You can tell me, and then I can help us sort it out. I love that. And I want to start with the, with the nutrition, what we put in our bodies obviously is paramount. Um, and it's not so much, um, as, oh, I'm going to have this chocolate cake, but, um, what are the good things that I can substitute for that? And I think there's always ways around it, but the nutrition aspect of it, you know, to, I, I wish that we, I wish I knew now what I knew, you know, yeah. you know, type of thing. But, you know, I guess what I'm trying to say is, you know, for instance, if I'm going to just use myself as an example, um, I cannot be trusted around a bag of chips. I love potato chips. If there's a bag of potato chips over there, I'm going to tell you it's not safe. So I know enough. I know myself. Mm -hmm. I'm not gonna go out and buy a bag of potato chips because I'm going to eat it. Now, let's say there are chips in the house, which there happen at times. If I have some chips or more than I actually should, let me say, because that has happened as well. I think 
I know that at times that I um, beat myself up, like, why do, why do I do this when I specifically know? And I think, and the answer that I came up with being a, being a health coach myself is <laughs> we want what we want when we want it. Even though we know it may not be good for us, but in that moment. So when I am in that moment is where I kind of have to put the gate up. And it's not that I'm, it's not that I'm shutting myself off to anything, but I am very observant of why I want to do what I want to do. And I, it took me a long time to get there. So the nutrition aspect of it is so, as we know, vitally important. And <laughs> what you said about, you know, getting to the different causes of something, getting to the root causes versus just the symptoms. There's an underlying issue, which I don't think many, and this is not a ditch on the medical profession, but, you know, our doctors are our medical doctors and we always should be consulting with them in some form or fashion. Um, but to dig further and it's okay, I want to say to women to ask those questions to your physicians and maybe they can direct you to somebody as yourself or myself or what the case may be. So getting to that root cause is so very important. And please, um, if you're, don't beat yourself up is what I want to say, which yeah. is what I did. Um, right. And, and I think it's, um, you know, our culture, unfortunately, the way that we, you and I have been raised in the societal, um, the societal norms are for women to diet and for women to take on the caretaking role, no matter what um, area of your life. And, um, and we've kind of been trained to, to judge ourselves and judge others. And if we're not this perfect, which th that doesn't exist, by the way, that this perfect model in our mind, then we are less than. We, we've kind of been cultivated that way. And, um, you know, it's nobody, you can't point a finger. It's just, it's just the way that it is. And, you know, I'm setting out to change that narrative. Um, you know, I have an eight-year-old daughter of my own, and I, I say things to her that like, like were unfathomable to me as an eight-year-old, um, you know, empowering her to love her body. Um, and whatever shape it is, whatever size it is, it, it belongs to her and her only. And so um, there is a lot of this, this, um, this mentality of us beating ourselves up and bl blaming ourselves or our bodies or something wrong with me. There's something wrong with my body because this and such and such diet doesn't work. And it's not you, it's the diets, it's the culture. We call it um, a diet culture vulture, right? It's somebody that can prey upon somebody's vulnerabilities and promise them that quick fix, that, oh, that the shiny, the shiny new object. And well, we all know deep in our hearts that it, it's, a, it's a lifetime of decisions and choices. Um, and they don't all have to be perfect choices. They can be a bag of chips when you're, you know, you're having a day. Um, or if you find joy in that, we can peel back that. What is that joy that you're feeling? And are we able to dig deeper and figure out why, uh, you know, is it a physiological craving? Because 
if, if your, if your body is craving that, then it means that there's something imbalanced. That's all that it needs. It, there's no other association or attachment. It's just your body's way of telling you, I need more sodium. Maybe you sweat a lot and I need that, that crunchy, you know, salty chip fits mm -hmm. the bill. And that's all it is, right? There's no shame or blame or anything rolled up into that. It's how can we rebalance what's in our diet and what we're putting in our body so that maybe we don't have that inclination to reach for foods that we know don't serve us. Mm, that is so true. And when you were describing that, I'm like, yep, yep. yep. <laughs> I was right there with you. And, but I think, you know, and of course, an excellent and good reminder for myself, but for those listening or, or viewing, um, and, you know, to get to that point is sometimes very difficult knowing that there's an underlying issue for that, but not to, not to beat yourself up and use that as a default, um, but to kind of work with it or work with someone who can help you dive into that. So I also know that obviously that you're a certified personal trainer. Yeah. Um, do you um, coach your clients um, with, um, I assume, fitness type of regimens that work complement or work with their lifestyles? I don't. So I, I have that experience in education so that I can speak to it. Um, I don't, you know, per se write out workouts for people. I, um, I do, you know, associate with people that that's their main profession. Um, but I, I have a, an understanding of how that piece fits in to your daily life. So, you know, um, if, if you don't work out at all and you're like, how could I even possibly get off this couch? Um, you know, I, I can speak to the fact of, okay, let's get started with one walk right? Let's get started with, with taking the baby steps instead of looking at that, you know, the end of a marathon going, there's no way I can go from this to that. Because that is setting yourself up for something that's not sustainable. Um, so, you know, I don't write workouts per se, but I have an understanding of the, the power of strength training for muscle development, muscle development for women 40 to 60, because that's the prime time when we start losing muscle, just mm -hmm. naturally, just nature, our bodies, muscle, we lose, a, a, we lose our muscle at a rate of three to 5% over 10 years. So a decade. So unless we use strength training and we properly fuel. Mm -hmm. And that's why when you see elderly women, you see some of them are, you know, strong in stature and are looking, you know, young and sprite. And you see some that maybe are hunched over or are very frail. And you wonder like, what is the difference between those two? And it's, it's strength training and it's fuel for it's protein for your muscles. So, you know, it, it there's a lot of other factors at play. Um, but that's, that's what happens to the female body naturally. Right. And I'm so glad that you mentioned strength training because often uh, in my travels, um, I kickbox uh, pretty much every day. And sometimes when I go into the, into the studio, um, I will hear a discussion um, about one pound of muscle and one pound of fat. And I heard somebody the other day, again, I hear this so often that um, muscle weighs more than fat. And I'm like, uh, no, one pound is one pound is one pound. You, 
You can't change it. That did not like this is a muscle. This is fat, but one pound is one pound. And I don't think that women necessarily understand that. And I think sometimes when they think strength training, like, oh, I don't want to, you know, be all bulked up. Some women are, but that's on the like, for instance, I, I have a friend that um, is a who works out all the time. So she's she's a female, obviously very, very muscular. I don't want to be that muscular, but I want to <laughs> build continue to build up my strength and keep that muscle formation going. And there in my journey, now I went through my um, wellness journey in my early 40s. I'll be 60 in a few months. Oh my God, for me to say that out loud. Ah, <laughs> but um, what I'm trying to get at is I think that we, you know, don't realize the importance of that sometimes until it's too late. So along with during doing my workouts and it, it's not, and I tell people don't run out and buy all sorts of equipment and this and that, you know, it could be something just as simple as exercise bands where you can um, like maybe after your walk, you know, get in some, a little bit of muscle, um, a little bit of strength training, you know, that does the muscle good. But in my journey too, um, which I think is really important to say, we're so focused on that number on the scale, right? That we don't realize um, a lot of times that we're building muscle and losing fat. So your weight may stay the same or it may go up a, a little bit, but it's because right. you're building muscles. And right. And yeah, one thing I say to my clients that are, are I think women are particularly hung up on a number. Absolutely. And you've heard it in a million, you've heard it a million ways and you've heard it a million times that number doesn't matter, but, but it, for some reason it, it matters to you. Mm -hmm. And what I can speak to with that is, and what I tell my clients is that it's, let's say somebody says, I, I need to lose 10 pounds. I need to be at this weight. And I say, okay, what if I gave you the choice of your weight stays the same, but you feel amazing. You're down a size your stomach is flatter and you feel full of energy. Would you take that over that number? And every single one of them says, well, yeah, absolutely. And I say, so that number doesn't have the power that you're giving it. Look at it in a different perspective because it, it's a supportive perspective. It's because let me tell you, if you drink water, okay, um, one gallon of water is seven pounds. Okay, you can put it on a scale. So if you're drinking water when you're working out and you're drinking tea and you're drinking, you know, you're drinking throughout the day, your, your body can choose to hold on to that water. Okay. And so that has no bearing on how much body fat you have and how much muscle you have. That's just adding in to the number. So when you think about it that way, um, you know, it would be like stepping on a scale and holding a glass of water and you're like, Oh, look, I lost two pounds. Cause you put the water, the, the glass of water over on the counter. So when, when you get hung up on that number, think of shifting the perspective and going, how can I feel better and be more confident in my skin? And that number have nothing to do with it. Oh my gosh. I love, and thank you so much for how you describe that because 
you know, hearing that, living it and seeing it sometimes it's all kind of stuck in the mucky muck. Um, and what I want to say too about these new scales is that a lot of times they have that breakdown of what your body fat is and what your muscle fat, fat you know, muscle sure. ratios and all that stuff. So look at that and keep an eye on that. Don't specifically look at your weight number, but keep your eye on those things. And that will be a gauge as well. Oh my gosh, such great information, Eleanor. Amazing. Thank you. How can our viewers and listeners um, get a hold of you? I would love to invite all of you. I have a Facebook community that's free. It's called Clean Eating to Tame Inflammation. Um, you know, it's a community where I get to interact with women in there and answer questions and be present with them. Um, I also, uh, you can follow me on Instagram at Nourishing Nutrition LLC. Um, and you can reach out to me on any of those, those avenues. That'll be wonderful. And I'll make sure that I get your links um, not only in the show notes, but in the bottom of the live of this video. So yeah. um, before we kind of round up our discussion, um, are there any tips that you can, you know, as specifically as we go into the holiday season, what are some things, for instance, that maybe you do for yourself that you have suggested to your clients? I always love learning about different tips and tricks from other health coaches and nutritionists. Yeah. I mean, I, it's kind of simple, you know, and I, th that's one of them. Keep it simple. Like I'm not going to complicate, um, for me, complicating my days and my meals and my holidays with, well, if I have two cookies here, I can run it off here. I can like, I don't make deals with myself anymore. I say, I'm going to enjoy this moment. And if that includes a plate of Christmas cookies, because it's going to bring me joy and I'm with people that I love and like I create experiences rather than like this is I'm just eating calories like it's it's a it's it's matter of fact. I make it an experience because if I can connect with my intuition and going I know this isn't the best food for me, but it's bringing me joy in this moment because it reminds me of something, you know, Christmas is long ago, or like it, it reminds me of my, my grandmother or like connect with the feelings rather than the actual um, actions, because then, then we have, we, we can disassociate ourselves from shame or blame or guilt. Right. So Rather than going, I'm going to eat this, but I know I'm going to feel guilty about it later. You know, th th of course you are, because you just told yourself you were going to, right? So, so look at it more as a loving, more compassionate choice. And, you know, we can worry about other stuff later, right? Enjoy the moment, be present in the moment, because that's, that's the things that I look back on sometimes with guilt of like, man, I really wish I wasn't so hung up on X, Y, and Z because I would have looked around and enjoyed the people that I was with. So look at it as an experience and connect with people and yourself rather than getting hung up on the semantics. Um, and that's through this season, right? The next season is going to be spring. 
when everything's new and full of energy. And, and that's when we can focus on things that feel in alignment with us. And for me, that's when I really get um, motivated in, in the gym and being active and being outside. In the winter, I just don't, do not feel like that. And for years, I would beat myself up for not wanting to work out every single day. And it just, it didn't feel natural to, to me. And this year I finally kind of accepted it. And now I'm enjoying it so much more because I'm going, this is the season where I like to rest. There's not a lot of sunlight. I'm active during the sunlight hours. And then I, I rest and repair and, and restore in the nighttime hours. So kind of a long answer, but um, no, enjoy perfect. Enjoy the moment, enjoy and connect with yourself and disconnect from those toxic um, relationships with food and exercise and, and the do's and the don'ts, because that's what keeps you in that negative energy and, and keeps you from connecting. You know what? And when you were saying that, by the way, I just want to point out to you, like your face lit up and that just, that just wow, solidified everything you said. Uh, one thing that I do want to um, circle back on and before we before we sign off is the shiny objects you had mentioned. And I did want to address that. Um, there are so many shiny objects out there. And all I want to say to anybody, you know, that sees that like, oh, let me click on that please don't do it. Take a few moments because all it, it's stuff like that is, and I know through experience. Me I'm too. Guilty, I'm Me too. And now we hear, you know, the COVID-15, the COVID-20. Um, don't buy into something like that. Use your money for maybe that set of weights that you want to buy at some point. Use it constructively. Don't beat yourself up with shiny objects that will just sit in the background for a while. And I've found I, I invest in myself in a way that makes, does it make me grow as a person? And does it make, teach me something? Mm -hmm. And that's why I created programs for my clients that empower them to, to do better and to learn more, not just follow this exact thing. And this is the result I'm promising you, whether you get it or not, I don't care. And I believe that I work one-on-one. -on -one. I work to find out exactly what helps you. Mm -hmm. And that's the difference between the shiny, because they speak to your vulnerabilities. And that's the part that I think is super icky and shameful about the marketing and, and the, the, the fitness culture and weight loss, diet, culture, vultures, like that they speak to something that's, that makes you feel vulnerable. And I want to empower you and your listeners to, is it going to make you better? Is it going to make you learn something? Is it going to make you stand up and go, I'm taking charge of this now um, in a way that is healing and supportive. And that that's one thing I wanted to let you guys know that I'm creating a um, hormone happiness project um, starting in January. So if you're looking for ways to really learn and grow this, I have a, the wait list is open and, um, you know, I'm happy to share that with you and invite you all to invest in something that is going to make you a better person. That is wonderful. And I'm so glad that I circled back to that because I think a lot of pe feeling, people are feeling 
that vulnerability. So thank you so much for sharing that. Um, folks, we've had an amazing discussion this morning. And again, I do apologize for the lighting, the issues and whatnot, but it just sh shows the real authentic and rawness of why Carol Sue and I are so passionate about what we do, our love of wellness through fitness and nutrition and all things encompassing that. So on that note, this is Wealth Wellness Wednesday. We are mine, it's a sister, but you know, my sister is always a hero <laughs> in my heart. And we will see you tomorrow. Again, I want to thank Eleanor for being our guest today for rounding out 20, our 2021 podcast guests. Um, it has been our honor and privilege, um, an officer and a dynamic woman. Thank you so much, Eleanor. Thank you, Janice. I'm so grateful to be here and connect with all of you. Um, I'm so grateful. And maybe next time I'll get to meet your wonderful sister. Yes, absolutely. So remember everybody, Wealth Wellness Wednesday, it's not about what you give. It's about creating that ripple effect. Maybe it's that older couple behind you um, does this maybe short $5 on their grocery bill, pay it forward. Maybe it's that guy behind you at Cumberland's. I always use Cumbies because I love their coffee. Maybe it's a veteran walking in and you pay for their coffee. Create that a ripple effect. It's amazing when you get to see that and feel it. My name is Janice, AKA Wellness Diva 5.0, two sisters, on Wealth Wellness Wednesday. Thank you again, Eleanor. And we look forward to having you um, on again very soon. Bye, everyone. Have a great day. Bye.